0: Absolutely. Meditation can be a huge key for many executives. And I would argue that most really successful executives are well aware of meditation and the secret power of it, and that it has this competitive advantage, because it can change the way that they're thinking, it can get them into more whole brain thinking. It can help them to access more levels of creativity and intuition where it's like my rational mind may not be able to pick up on the right step here or if I should go left or right with this problem or this solution or which vendor to use or whatever it is. But there's something within me that knows that it's beyond my intellect. But do we know how to tap into that? welcome to the innovation and in compliance podcast part of the compliance podcast network join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day more profitably here's your host tom fox
1: hello everyone this is tom fox back for another episode where i take things in a little bit different direction today as i have tara Goodwin to join me. I met Kara a couple of weeks ago at a podcast conference. And as you shortly find out, she helps people around the topic of meditation. She has a podcast on it. And indeed, she has a business built around it. So Kara, first of all, welcome. And thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today.
0: Oh, thanks, Tom. It's so nice to connect with you again. I'm so happy to be here.
1: So Kara, could you tell us a little bit about your professional background?
0: Yeah, so I actually come from a corporate background originally. So I worked for a large pharmaceutical company for a number of years in the IT industry, and then went to IBM and stayed in IT and eventually moved to sales. But I really grew up in those sort of blue chip companies. And then my family and I moved to Italy a few years ago. And with that, I finished my corporate work and kind of lived the Mediterranean life for a little while. And then when it was while I was in Italy, I began my meditation journey. And when we moved back to the States, I was shifting my focus to helping people more and more utilize meditation and similar tools to help access greater levels of calm and reduction of anxiety and depression and really come into that connection with their purpose and their joy in use, using tools like meditation.
1: Where did you all live in Italy?
0: Bologna, which is about a half-hour train ride from Florence.
1: Okay. As I recall, you have an SAP background.
0: You're right, yes. So
1: my wife is also an SAP guru S. so I have some familiarity with that. And as crazy as it may seem or sound, what I saw in your professional background was business process work. And what I see in your current service offerings is a process. So I don't know if you feel the same way, but I was wondering if there's a tie between any of that, or did your journey into meditation and your current business really separate and apart from your prior life, if I could call it that way, and business process?
0: You know that's so insightful. I haven't really made that connection between business process and my meditation journey, but you're absolutely right. One of the key fundamental things for me to be able to have an ongoing meditation practice and to really get something out of meditation has been process driven, absolutely. I had tried meditation many times before I actually developed a practice and it was like a okay, I think I just sit here and I Let my thoughts go, and that's meditating, and it should be super easy because how hard is it not to think? And I found it really, really hard. (laughs) It wasn't until I really got a process around it, and I really learned techniques and kind of an identifiable pattern in order to develop a lasting practice and really utilize meditation to its fullest before I got to that point. It was really something that I just would try and I couldn't stick with it and I didn't know what I was doing. And it was absolutely that getting to the fundamentals of what's a flow, what's a meditation flow, what's the best way to start, what's the best way to progress from one level to another and one step to another. So yeah, thank you for that, because that is really kind of illuminating for me.
1: (laughs) Well, when you live with a process engineer, you tend to see the world through her eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, Meditation means perhaps a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but I wanted to ask you, what does it mean to you?
0: So meditation is that state. There are a lot of different ways that you can talk about meditation because it can be just the practice of meditating, of clearing your mind and the different steps that are taken in order to get to that. But really, Meditation is that state. It's that open state where we're beyond thought or where maybe thoughts keep coming in, but we continue to tune into that part of us beyond thought, beyond the body, beyond time, beyond space, really beyond the senses, beyond the traditional five senses. It's when we kind of get into that nothingness, no oneness. And within that, nothing and no one is everything. It's so paradoxical, if that's the right way to say that. But it's really getting into that state of a higher mind where we're not so focused on the little ins and outs and details of the day and the cycles of our thoughts because we tend to really keep cycling through the same thoughts over and over all day long, all week long, all year long, decade after decade. A lot of it is this cycling of continuous same thinking, same thinking and ruminating. And it's this opportunity to get beyond that and to get beyond the sensory world so that we experience ourselves in a different way, in a more eternal way.
1: How does this process help you to really cleanse your mind and open your mind in a way that perhaps it it isn't during the rest of the time you're not meditating?
0: Really getting into that meditative state, it has this natural, as you say, like a cleansing, clearing effect to it because we're breaking out of the cycles of how we live moment to moment and we are able to shift into just a different mode of operating, a different way of feeling, of thinking. And then that helps us outside of meditation. Once we develop this practice, it changes our brain and it changes our nervous system. And it begins to help us even outside of meditation so that those changes within the brain, the new synapses that happen, the new connections that we make then flow into our day-to-day life outside of meditation where we are less triggered. We can have a higher perspective about things. We don't get so caught up in the minutiae of the day. And it very much has had that effect on me since i developed my meditation practice.
1: Let me come and flip the question a little bit by asking, how can you tell when either your mind, body, or even spirit are out
0: of balance? That's a great question. Really, it's just what's showing up for you in your world, how do you feel? It's becoming aware of how we feel and really even having like a perspective that has a little bit of distance between what we feel and noticing what we feel, if that makes sense. So, meditation gives us that opportunity to be kind of an observer. Of what's happening rather than being caught up in life all the time and just being tossed around and, oh, this thing happened and now I'm angry or this thing happened and now I'm sad and this thing happened, now I'm so excited. It gives us that pause and that space to really kind of tune in and say, actually, what is it that's happening? How do I feel? How is this affecting me? And then being more deliberate, intentional, and mindful. To say, you know, if we don't like how we're feeling, we can kind of dive into that and then work with it rather than just kind of being tossed around in emotion and in our circumstance.
1: And of course, as part of my business process analysis, I saw this actually as applicable in the corporate world. It struck me in reading a little bit about you and checking out your website and some of your other work that this process could be used really by business executives or really anybody, but I was focused on business folks to help allow them to be centered, to get back in balance when life takes us out of balance. But the other thing that intrigued me that you said is you can actually change your biology with this process. And by changing your biology, you might open yourself up to a level of creativity, internal or external, that you weren't aware that you had. So I was wondering if If any of that makes sense, and is it a fair assessment of some of the things you've done or seen?
0: Yeah, absolutely, and it's so insightful, really. I think it was Einstein who said that we can't solve problems in the same level of consciousness that they were created in. So meditation gives us this opportunity to shift into a higher level of consciousness that does invoke creativity and solutions that are mental... Just going into our intellect and the mind, that is when we're in problem-oriented consciousness, and we're not going to necessarily find the solution for that problem in the same level of consciousness where the problem is. It's by raising ourselves into a higher level of consciousness that we can have access to more creative solutions, more holistic solutions, more win-win scenarios Absolutely, meditation can be a huge key for many executives. And I would argue that most really successful executives are well aware of meditation and the secret power of it, and that it has this competitive advantage, because it can change the way that they're thinking, it can get them into more whole brain thinking, It can help them to access more levels of creativity and intuition where it's like my rational mind may not be able to pick up on the right step here or if I should go left or right with this problem or this solution or which vendor to use or whatever it is. But there's something within me that knows that. It's beyond my intellect, but do we know how to tap into that? And through a dedicated meditation practice, we can get more aligned so that we can pick up on those signals that are beyond our conscious awareness. So it absolutely can be a critical part of any executive's day, for sure.
1: Let me turn to some of the services you offer in the meditation arena. You do coaching, you do retreats. So I was wondering if you could maybe describe those, how you would work with individual or group clients, and if there are other services, what they might be from your offerings.
0: Yeah. So from more of the business aspect, I do work with companies in terms of if there are a lot of companies that have wellness programs. So there are a couple of different ways that I work with companies in that way. One is to just have an ongoing wellness activity where it's, you know, weekly at a certain time where employees can go and learn meditation and have guided meditations. Another direction, or they can go together, but is just having a speaking engagement where it's addressing department or company or however it works with that particular situation where It's introducing the topic of meditation, the benefits of it, what it does to your brain, what it does to your nervous system, how it can help you be more fulfilled and tap into that creativity and and a lot of the things that we talked about. And then I have a 21-day online course that can be an accompaniment to that, where if employees want to dive into developing a regular practice, it's got all of the fundamentals And it's kind of bite-sized pieces, a five-minute video every day for 21 days, but it helps to build that habit and give them more tools to be able to use meditation effectively.
1: Regarding your work with corporations, have you had the opportunity to work with any business organization sort of on a a long-term basis where you've really been able to assess where people were and how they may have progressed? through your system and really see the results coming out at the end.
0: Yeah, one that comes up in particular is my local school system actually. So I've been working for many years with the staff at the local school and I have an ongoing wellness program with them and it's been really really beautiful and fascinating to work with these individuals year after year and to see their progress and their ability to deal with being, you know, they've got very, very stressful jobs where they're interacting with lots of people. I've worked with them pre-COVID, through COVID, through all of those changes. And those particular individuals' ability to ride those waves of uncertainty, of stress, of fear, it's been really key and instrumental in their ability to get through it according to the feedback that they've given.
1: Karen, that answer really triggered for me that meditation can be a very key component of mental health or healthy mental or spiritual state. Do you see businesses or even insurance companies recognizing meditation as a component of mental health and bringing that into a larger conversation?
0: I believe so. I mean, I do see it more and more and more in the mainstream in general. You know, I feel like even like the NFL, I like to watch the NFL and they all have things in there where, you know, football players are talking about their mental health and they're talking about meditation as one of the tools that they use to calm themselves. And obviously, professional sports is very active. It's very like physical body and you know the nfl can seem like a very masculine like just tough it out you know and it's really putting a spotlight as an example from a culture perspective on the benefits of meditation and caring for ourselves from a mental perspective and it does seem that more and more companies are taking it upon themselves to see their employees as more than just these bodies and these minds and they want their employees to have Excellent working conditions. I was listening to one of your episodes with the environmental sustainability guy and he Richard was talking Yes, and he was talking about Unilever and how they had I think that was the right Yes. corporation and they they had made a pivot to make their environmental impact be a major cornerstone of their mission. And the effect that it had on their employment rates and like down their servers, because so many people were applying. And I think that employers caring for their employees in a more holistic way, seeing them as a full being, and that not only is their physical health going to impact the quality of their work, but of course, their mental health is going to impact the quality of their work. And if they can connect with the sense of purpose in their life, which is a huge positive benefit of a meditation practice is just feeling that there's purpose every day that you wake up, that every step that you're taking is purposeful. I mean, that can really, really help employees feel connected to themselves and connected to their company and their employers. So as companies get more savvy in that way, you know, I think we'll continue seeing trends in that direction.
1: It also strikes me that perhaps even more than simply investing in your employees and investing in their mental health by taking some of the strategies you advocate you advocate, you can actually make your company better because your employees will be open to new ideas and if there's a true trust relationship They'll be willing to speak up and provide those new ideas up the chain to management.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there are just things within the brain that open up. And like we talked about with solutions, I have an example from my own corporate background. It's actually from before I started meditating, but it highlights the importance of our whole being. I was working on some SAP code. This was years and years ago. And I was going to give myself a break when I figured out this problem. I was debugging something and I just couldn't get code, couldn't figure out this specific thing. And I was like, if I just get this last thing, then I'm going to go take a break. And it got to the point where I couldn't figure it out. And finally, I was like, I need a break. I'm going to just, and it killed me that I hadn't figured it out yet. But I was like, okay, I'm getting up. I'm going to go and get some water or whatever I was going to do. And I took about a hundred steps, and I'm walking down this hallway, and all of a sudden, in my mind, I saw the code and I saw exactly where in the code it needed to be fixed. And it was in the stepping away from the problem that I got that space that I needed to find the solution. And it literally was like the solution just appeared to me in a very like organic, you know, it was like by stepping away from my work, I then made space for that creativity and for the solution to drop in. And so that's just one example of how it's all connected. And by helping to nurture that whole brain thinking and giving ourselves space, we allow for this higher consciousness, this greater knowing that's within us to be more active and activating. And it can very much affect us in terms of our output and what we deliver in our work.
1: Kara, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I was wondering if our listeners wanted any more information on yourself, your meditation business, or some of the topics we've touched on in this podcast. What would be the best place or places for them to go?
0: Yeah, thank you, Tom. I have a website called karagoodwin.com. That's Kara with a K, and everything else is as it sounds. You can get a free 10-minute guided meditation right on my website. I've got lots of different resources and ways to connect with me on there. And then I host Meditation Conversation. It was my podcast. And we talk a lot about different topics around consciousness and higher consciousness. So we have a lot of different touch points on there. And I'm on all the socials. And you can get to those through my website as well.
1: Well, Kara, I wanted to thank you again for taking the time to visit with me. And I hope we can continue this conversation.
0: Thank you so much, Tom. This has been so much fun. If you want to stay up to date on the latest innovations in compliance and help your business run more efficiently, subscribe to this podcast and help spread the word by leaving a review.